This is Just Off Point, episode four. We're your hosts, Joe. And I'm Dexter. And today, we're going to be taking a look at our segment, Dad Hit the Spot, featuring McLeod's Brewery, and our slash, where we take a look at Reddit. All this and more on Just Off Point. Okay, so I want to be clear, Dexter. Yeah, Joe? We're doing that hit spot. Yeah, because we're, we're a couple of foodies. Let's just be honest. Uh, I wouldn't call us foodies because I think there's like a... We're not even like a step. We're, we're like under foodie. We're enthusiasts. We're food, foodists? That just makes it sound like we go to beaches with food on our bodies really hey man uh, i've seen i've seen that you look delicious but <laughs> so that hit the spot though real quick i know that we discussed this like at the first episode we we're talking about that hit the spot and that was like a month ago though i know right you imagine we're in a fourth, fourth episode like how, how how crushed do we have to we have to get you know to just get on this or to keep going at it at it Right. Anyway, so that hit the spot is about me and you going around the general Los Angeles area, or maybe, I don't know, maybe California. Who knows? But we're definitely South Cal, so- SoCal. SoCal. Yeah. And so this is our version of the love letter, uh, you know. The food. To food. Well, also yeah. to SoCal. <laughs> to or- SoCal, because the people are, we're not cannibals, but... We do like people, and we like food. Preferably at the same time, preferably not at the same time. <laughs> Giggity, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I like food and I like people, so I eat people. <laughs> is that how Hannibal Lecter said it? I don't know. <sighs> well, Hannibal Lecter's a fan of the people for some reason. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so... We are featuring what, Dex? McLeod's. McLeod's Brewery. A place near and dear to both yours and my hearts. Well, uh, you know what? McLeod's Brewery. I don't even know how I discovered this. this. Did I tell you about it? You told me about it. Uh, I thought our buddy... Did our buddy Walter, who's in from the area, did he tell us about it? I don't know who told he us He wanted to go there because of a food truck that likes to hang out in front that sounds like walter yeah so okay okay now now i'm remembering this he said uh joe let's try this new place it's a food truck it's right in front of a brewery too and and i'm like oh okay that sounds like fun and you know how plans go they don't sometimes of course and so after that we finally decided like okay fine let's go to this place called mcleod's brewery and now, Dexter, you know what's funny about it, right? When you search McLeod's Brewery and see it on the map? It's like the most um, reclusive place that you'll ever find. Like Reclusive? There's a lot of people there. Yeah, but not, Question mark? Not, not, where you would, not doing what you would expect to be. Like, It's not the part of town where it's like super hoity-toity. It's like very much a hole in the wall, and I love it for that. That's a very fancy-looking hole in the wall. It's a very fancy hole in the wall, but it's still a hole in the wall. 
I think I think the whole uh, the hole in the wall part. I mean, is that I, I usually think that holes in the wall places are like these small, quaint, you know, places. And McLeod is definitely not small. I mean, no, it's quaint. Not. It is. It is not. Well, when I think of hole in the walls, Joe, I think of places that are like you know, um, off the beaten path. And McLeod's is very much off the beaten path for sure. There's not another uh, competing restaurant anywhere near it. Or okay, brewery. so. So instead of talking riddles, let's talk about McLeod Brewery and where it's located at. It sure. is surrounded by um, car, uh, not just cars. Is that, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like, it's not just mechanics, and it's a whole bunch of garages. Is that accurate? Garage is probably the accurate term. Yeah, um, I don't know what's going on in those places, but you know, you you make a turn. Towards the street, and You've for anyone, an auto, that, anyone out like there from two auto shops at least, yeah, two auto shops, auto shops, body shops, all that stuff. Anyway, to anybody who's listening out there right now who is from Southern California, specifically Van Nuys, Van Nuys, and you know, Van Nuys is a part of the San Fernando Valley area, northern northern Los Angeles. Um, McLeod's Brewery. When you make a turn. Suddenly, it's it's an unusual. It's it's like if it's your first time driving there, getting 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 a ride share that to that direction, you'll you're gonna be wondering where the hell am I and why is this navigator taking me here? And then, you show like, up. and I'm going. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna call this like my initial review of it is location-wise. And then you see an oasis. Ooh. Yes. And then you see the cornhole. The cornhole? Oh, <laughs> that was a while ago. That was a while ago. And it wasn't during this trip, but I'm just talking about our first experiences back. Man, Clouds was such a lively place before pandemic. Still kind of lively. No, it still is. But, like, I mean... Everything took a hit pandemic wise in terms of liveliness, but like, uh, there's just the ambiance, the people, the dogs. I think you could be, I went like at least three times where the, there was dogs allowed in the bar. That was pretty cool. They used to come up and like, you know, just be like, pet me. <laughs> right? Like, you smell like everyone else here, which is beer, beer. And, and pizza. pizza. <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit. We'll get to that in a bit. But you know what? I think without really having to wait until the end, why don't you tell, what do you think of McLeod's? Yeah, first and foremost, I will say this. McLeod's, um, I tell this to all my friends, this is the best pizza place in the valley. Um, and I'm going to just spoil it ahead of times. So if you can stop listening now, um, the best pizza, for me anyway, is the four cheese it, uh, my favorite f- food group in the food pyramid is meat, and I feel like I'm cheating on meat when I eat that four cheese. I mean, technically, you squeeze a you squeeze a cow, and milk comes out. Yeah, so I think that's okay. Feels, I don't know. It feels like I'm <laughs> cheating on meat. Okay, okay. Um, going back real quick, uh, when our buddy asked us to to go over there, and uh, we were going to um. Uh, to try out the food truck. The food truck was not there. 
and we we found out it's like oh it was the last day no more food truck and so you know our buddies and i look at each other like what are we gonna do well i guess we're gonna drink they have a menu and i'm like man they have a menu like man there's like four pizzas like looks like we're just getting pizza oh boy (laughs) (laughs) how quickly you were wrong in that assessment how quickly wrong indeed I wasn't in the mood for pizza. I wanted some, like, I think this is like some weird taco fusion. I mean, <laughs> this is SoCal. Everything's taco fusion. Everything's not... taco fusion. <laughs> yeah, right? But, yeah. Uh, and then we tried the four cheese pizza. And you know what? Screw the four cheese pizza. It's not my favorite, only because it shouldn't count. <laughs> I think we're doing the other pizzas of the service if you say that the four cheese pizza is the best pizza. But it is the best pizza. Shut up! Yo, do we want to go <laughs> this week? <laughs> kind of. Mm. But, um, okay. We talk a lot about the pizza, but not really. But, um... I mean, yes, we do. But it's not just the pizza that's no, it's on not. the it's menu. The, beer. it's, the beer's pretty good, too. Pretty good. They have a nice selection. They do. Oh, okay, you know what? How should we go about this? Let's... So, I was thinking... Yeah. I... The way I set it up, or I was thinking, we talk about uh, it is a brewery, so we probably should talk about the beer at some point. And then I'd say let's start with the beer. That's probably the best part. We'll start with the beer, and then we'll go to the pizza. Um, no, they we also start have... at the beer, and then we go to the food items. Fine. And, and then, then we go to the pizza. <laughs> and then we go to the pizza. Yeah, we can cook. No, this is how we do it. We do the beer, then we do the appetizers. We did try an appetizers last time. We went pretty good. Um, then we do the pizza, and then we do the dessert. I have to end it with dessert. Okay. <laughs> so McLeod's Brewery. Um, it's uh, M-A-C-L-E-O-D. McLeod, yeah. McIlander. McLeod. Ugh. I'm sorry. I had to because I had to because everyone else calls it McLeod's. No, McLeod. It's McLeod's. Yeah, man. Yeah. So a little bit about McLeod's. Um, opened by these um, this couple in 2014, uh, and they had the idea to bring um, Scottish and British kind of flavored ales to Pasadena. Are they a couple? Nice. Yeah, they're married. Oh, cool. Jennifer and Alistair. I never met them, but um, they seem like cool people. Uh, based off of, like, you know, McLeod's own little bio. I'm not going to go into too much about that because that's not what we're here for. But um, I think that's pretty cool that, like, they, they just had an idea and went with it. That sounds that's really what... familiar. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> All things start when you have an idea and you just go with it. And you have a couple. Eh? 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 that's stupid okay so okay so we had like a couple who uh started this place it uh i just want to say they started this establishment in 2012 uh i want to say yeah that's right must have i mean yeah it's been around for a while we just didn't know about it until like what three years ago two years ago I'd say three or four years ago. I could mm. be wrong on the four, but oh, no, no, it's a safe they, number. They they started in 2014. I think they started brewing beforehand, but they started in 2014. Ah, 
Okay then. So, all you uh, non-beer drinkers, you can skip. Let's talk about beers. <laughs> let's, let's talk about beer. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about beer. Alright, so, they've got a cook. I think it would be remiss if we don't start off with their signature drink. The Van Ice. The Van Ice. Yeah. You, you need to... You know what? Yeah, yeah. This, 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 this name for a beer, uh, I can think of three things. Obviously, Van Nuys, because it's in Van Nuys. And it's Van Nuys, because I guess it's nice to be in Van Nuys. And Gosh. Van Ice, which is the actual name of the drink, Van Ice. Did I well, get that right? Yeah. Yeah. No, because it's. The other thing I think of when I think of it is Natty Ice, unfortunately. I, I don't know what that one is. Very, very cheap college beer, which this is not, by the way. But it does taste smooth. Because it's, a, it's just a light lager. That's what it is. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. This beer is very smooth, very nice. I would love to have it on a summer day. But you know what makes it better? To be shared with friends. Well, that too. But when it's done in a shandy. And I think that's what McLeod says best. Really? Shandies? Yeah. I mean, so, I, I get the shandy, but I'm surprised that you like the shandy. I'm, yeah, I know, because I'm the IPA guy. But, like, it's, um, I don't know, something about the citrusy flavor of, like, you know, the stuff that they add to it when they combine the lemonade or San Pellegrino with the beer. It just, like, it takes me back to, like, you know, just sitting on, like, a lounge chair in the middle of the sweltering summer listening to some oldies. And I'm back, and I'm just pulling them back, and I'm just like, this is a good, <laughs> satisfied... Game. Well, yeah, they do play some uh, some hit 80s um, They do rock music. I wasn't calling that oldies, but I can just imagine that. Taking, <laughs> I can imagine taking a six-pack of, uh, what you call it, uh, Van Nuys, Shandy's Home, and then... Listening to after, Bill Withers? Yes, listen to Bill Withers after I do go. some yard work. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. Um... Okay, so I want to talk about real quick on the uh, the beer wine cider list, and I feel cheated because I don't think I've ever had their cider, and I actually like cider. But hey, they got a they got they have um they have a nice selection of cask ale, which I believe is served not cold. Right. That's how cask is, right? Correct. Cool. You know what? I should. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't tried any of these. I've only tried one. I tried the King's, King's Taxes. Taxes. Yeah, yeah, I remember. That was pretty mm. good. Um, and it's been a while, so you're gonna have to like, I'm gonna have to really pull off my old sommelier tongue right now. I don't know if you're a beer, uh, you Mom? know, I wouldn't call it connoisseur, sommelier? aficionado, aficionado, sure. Yeah, you know, I I don't know whether you gargle that stuff, but you saying it's good. Is you know probably all I'll ever need to hear. Uh, we're not we're not ex- at least I I know I'm not an expert. Are you? You can talk I mean, about the IPAs. I, so a little bit of background. My dad is in the restaurant industry, and one of his jobs is he gets to sample beers to put onto his restaurant's different lines. And so no, I'm not a like an expert, but like I I think I'm a little bit more 
what I'm looking for. Refined than your average Joe. Because that's what me and my dad do for fun. We go and we try out the different beers that he samples. And we go and we talk about what flavors we feel, what, 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 um, what, uh, what, how bitter it is. Let's like, you know, uh, what's added. Um, I can taste the banana in the, in the app lager. Or if I can taste the, what you call it, what flavors they're, are, they're adding to the stuff. So it's just, you know, it's fun. I, um, I wish I could do that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's impressive. Okay. Um, so that's cask. They have like, uh, at least according to the list, they have like six selections. Then we're ta- then we're going to draft where they have the Van Nuys, which we've had before. Okay, have you real had... quick, they have they have this thing. They have these labels called VNBC. What is that? I would assume that that's Van Nuys Brewing Company, which is their brewing company that they founded. Because MacLeod's has their own brewer, is there a brewery? And they sell, and they're the ones that do Van Nuys Brewing Company, and so those are the signature beers. Ah, okay. Well, number one on the list, which is really popular, is the Van, Van Nuys American Light Lager, four point one percent proof, ABV, ABV, alcohol by volume. Okay, cool. AVB. A ABV. A beaver. Lost in London, which I think I've tried, oatmeal stout, and yes, I did taste the oatmeal. Better days, which I had, which had recently. Yeah. yeah. And um Yeah, it reminded me of Better Days. No, <laughs> I mean it's good. It's an American pale ale. Um uh just going down the list, like deal with the devil IPA, it sounds like something you would drink. I've had it before. And if memory serves, uh, it's got a very strong, bitter feel to it. Um, I mean, it's an IPA. And, it's supposed to. Right. So I'm going to stop you right there because you... I don't, I don't hate you know IPAs. The, I just I know, but I don't, don't think like you know drinking the them. I don't think you know the history of the IPA. I do. You? But you can okay. totally tell me about it. Sure. I'll give you a brief uh, 101. So, long story short. Long story short. When... Great Britain, you know, were conquered like the, half the world. Ugh. They would have troops in India, Ugh. and they wanted beer. Ugh. But the beer would, you know, get uh, rotten but by the uh. time it would get to India. Not rotten. But... Not rotten, but yeah. But it was like, it, was, it would taste bad. Uh-huh. So to, mask, to mask the flavor of, like, you know, the, of the bad beer, Not they bad. put twice as much bitters in there than a normal. And they was pale ales that they would be serving, and so these people were like this tastes like shit because it's a strong bitter beer, but people got used to it. So when they got back to what you call it the pond up across back to the pond, they would order a beer and like oh, this is weak sauce, water, and they're like, give me one of those um pale ales, those India pale ales. Hence the name India pale ale came to be. Okay, so actual long story short, when beer is left alone for a while without being drank, the hops actually goes away. So they put more hops in there to make it bitter so that it can survive travel and taste like regular beer when it gets to where it's going, from Britain to India. Hence, India Pale Ale. Okay. So what people do to <laughs> flavor that is they add, they have, you have your bitters, and then you have... Man, I wish I remember what the word is, but then there's the other stuff, uh, the, your additives. 
I don't think they're called additives, but they're the things that like you know. That's you a add very to the... negative connotation. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put in some. Uh, some well, no. Uh... <laughs> what people put in like you know, I've had beers that have put the weirdest shit in there, like habaneros, for instance, into the IPAs. Or Habanero. Pe- yeah, or peanut butter and bananas. Okay. Like, people put weird shit in their IPAs to, like, give them a unique flavor. Because you gotta mask the bitter with all these other things that you're putting in. So that's what that is. Yeah. Some of them fail for me, but then again, again, IPAs, I don't believe in acquired taste. Just recently I thought about this. You don't really, it's, I don't think something is an acquired taste, I think something is an attuned taste. You have to attune to it. And you'd have to want to do it. Like cigars or wine. Did you just make a D&D reference? Yes, I did. Because I was thinking, I'm like, I think acquired taste is too much. It's like if you were born into a family of wine drinkers, does that mean you like wine automatically? Right? Or maybe somewhere from the heavens, something falls down and you just happen to catch, ooh, I like IPAs thing. I don't, I don't think so. Or maybe that's the case. I don't know. But I still think that people can learn to like IPAs or cigars or wine or whatever other acquired taste things that are out there. So I think we talked a lot about things off point. <laughs> Let's get back to the beers, though. Yeah, the IPAs. Well, they got a crap ton of IPAs. They've got um, three, to be exact. One, two, three, four. Okay, four. Um, I've had Deal with the Devil, which is not theirs, but hey, it's on their menu and it's good. Um, I think it was the most bitter. It is the one with the highest ABV, 7.5. Oh, I take that back. The Dippa, um, the Delano Days, which I had most recently when we went. Um, that one's technically higher. But hey, it's uh, it's like on the high end, that's for sure. I'm so, a big fan of uh, stopping at IPAs real quick. I'm a big fan of... Um... Um, stout beer. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I said, Lost in London was pretty good. However, recently, what I did like was um, or man, what was that? Oh, you were right. We're not even in the shandies yet, but we're still on the draft. But I want to mention Sadikoi Sour. I had that. Yeah, that was good. It's ghost. Yeah. Style. Yeah. What's ghost style? Gauche. Gauche? Gauche. What's ghost style? What's ghost? Uh, it's, it's Scottish. What's ghost style? That's not... Gauche is not Scottish. Gauche. Like, you know. oh, well, we're, this is a... I know. Scottish <laughs> bar McLeod, so... Ghost style. Would you like some goulash? To make and a very some... long story short. And an yeah. Allagash white Belgian wit beer. Gosh style beer originates from Gulsar, Germany, and it's got it's got a higher uh, grain to it, and usually has a very sour taste. But hence why Gosh's are sour. Um, and they don't normally have like a very prominent hoppy taste to it. Instead, they're more like you know, um, they're more sours, they're more salty, they're more what you call it, um, citrusy if they add the citrus. Um, Ballast Point makes a good Gosh that I enjoy. Um. 
anyway, it's a good. It's it, most people add like fruit to it to have it give it like a, you know a good like you know um a soury puckery kind of feel to it. If memory serves, McLeod's. Uh, what do they? What does theirs have? I'm trying to remember right now. Uh, the Sadakoi Sour. If I remember right, it kind of had a feel of tangerines to it. I couldn't taste that. It just tasted sour, and I loved it. I wish you had a refiner, more refined taste that so we could talk about things. It's all yeah. the years of smoking. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Which you think I should be able to take my IPA, but no. <laughs> Comes in hands in hand with like, you know, tobacco products and then wine. But IPAs is a, like a no for me. For, I mean, you know, I don't hate all IPA. Anyway, we've already established that. So that's draft. They have a nice selection of draft then they have one nitro which i haven't tried have you tried this irish dry stout cut and not. dry no okay well that's the name of the beers well, we'll do it again next time we're not gonna we talk have about a, it. <laughs> i think we have to go into back a second time and like you know really try to pound a the second time we've been there so many okay. times a, another time another <laughs> okay cool then they do have the shandies on the menu uh for anyone who doesn't know what a shandy is, it's basically Dexter. What's a shandy? Is this just beer 101 with Dexter now? <laughs> Might as well. You're the guy who's got the taste buds. It's a... Uh, I'm a, a pleb. Tra <laughs> a, tra a traditional shandy is you get your, uh, what you call it, ale, and you combine it with a lemonade. Here, uh, in most cases. But oh, so a shandy is not usually mixed in with another fizzy drink. No, it's normally lemonade, but hey, you know what? Um, like I said, it's normally ales, and a lot of their shandies on the list right here are mixed with um, IPAs. Yo, so, I love my IPA as a shandy. Does it mask <laughs> the bitters? More. Mm. <laughs> and also, you can create your own. Yeah, uh, your so own. Um... The, the three that they feature on their menu are the Lemon Devil Shandy, which is San Pellegrino Lemon with WT with the Devil. Um, I haven't had that yet, but it sounds good. Uh, the one I have had is the San Pellegrino lemon with um, an ice. Oh, that then, is actually not in the menu. However, it is the popular one for sure. It is the popular one, yeah. Um, the orange crush, which we did have when we went this last time, which was uh orange crush shandy with, or San Pellegrino orange with um the Calavera crush. Do we we had that one right, or do we have that with Van Ice? Can't remember. I also can't remember. But moving on. Yeah. They have cider. Aspal. 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 There you go. Yeah. That, that, that sounds good. Aspal. I'm sorry. Aspal. Dry English cider. It's, um, never had it. And I like my ciders. And, uh, I should try it next time. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. And they've got um, some hard kombucha now. You're you you skipped the wine, sir. I want to talk about the kombucha. That's well, right. I want to read the wine list, which is two of them. Uh, at the moment, I'm pretty sure that this menu changes from time to time. Uh, some like a couple of rabbles, cab, and uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Not a big fan of white wine. I'll drink it. Not a big fan of white wine. I'll cook with it. Did you know I tried to do a soup plantation mushroom soup? Like try to make remake the soup plantation mushroom soup? Yes. 
I didn't. And it and involved... Why didn't you invite me for that? Was it during the <laughs> quarantine? Dude, I just I just made it last week. Oh, you, oh, you sent us pictures of that. I remember. Yeah, and it um, good. yeah, it didn't was you, actually good. Didn't and... you put it over your spam and rice after? Um, Is that the same one? Spam and rice? No, I I used tomato soup for that one. Oh, okay. And that was just like someone leaving it out, le- leaving it on my uh, doorstep. And I'm not even kidding. <laughs> someone left me tomato soup <laughs> on the doorstep, and I'm like, okay, sure, I'll eat this with spam and rice. Um, but yeah, uh, I made that soup real quick with the uh, first time I cooked with white wine and it was glorious. And then they have hard kombucha, <laughs> like you were saying, pineapple, ginger, colada, and passion fruit, orange, guava. So what's your take on kombucha? Have you ever had it? Non-boozy? I've had, I've had kombucha, but one of those commercial stuff that you get from 7-Eleven. Gotcha. I like it. And it's the only kombucha I've ever had. So I am, and I'm still kind of on the fence as to I whether I should try other kinds of kombucha. What about I abso- you? I absolutely hate kombucha personally. <laughs> Even and the 7-Eleven ones. Never had. A, I don't think I've had a 7-Eleven one, but there used to be this um, co-op by my college. I used to have kombucha by, and um, I had it once. Uh, my ex at the time convinced me, "Hey." If you're feeling sick, this is really going to make you feel better. I'm like, it's fermented mushroom juice. That, that does not sound pleasant. But did it's you try even, it? It's not even alcoholic. It's just fermented mushroom juice. Did you try it? Did. I wanted did to it gag. Ma- did, it, did it make you feel better? Did. That's the sad thing. It was like, it <laughs> Are you sure you didn't feel better relative to? It's like, oh, I just feel worse. Well. <laughs> and this is... And this is, by the way, no um, ragging on people who like kombucha. You're, you're allowed to like what you like. But my lord, it just did not sit well with me. I think you just like... had a bad experience. I will bring I... you that 7-Eleven kombucha. No, I've had it recently and I'm just like, am I torturing myself? Which one? I don't know. It was another one, but it was like... What, what, okay, what did the bottle look like? Yellow. No, <laughs> not that one. <laughs> That's okay. Don't don't knock it off just yet. Maybe you'll like the one who will get you. What I was trying to say was, though, the only time I've ever been able to stomach kombucha was when it was with booze. Um, I actually went to... Um, there's this festival that happens in... Um, Park, isn't it? Um, the Lotus Festival in LA. And there's a beer garden there. I went with my dad. Last time that, you know, we were allowed to be out in the open. So probably 2019. And um, I remember there was this boozy uh, blueberry kombucha, and I was like, you know what? I'm willing to give it a shot just to try it. And it tasted like it, it had the flavors and the, the, the melted in my mouth like a gauche, very sour, very much like, you know, made me want to pucker up. But the blueberries did something sweet that made it feel like, oh, that's that's nice on the palate. And, you know... That was the only kombucha I was ever able to stomach. And I'm pretty sure that because it was boozy. <laughs> I think that says something about you. Every time I hand you a drink, it doesn't have alcohol on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my god, you're that uncle. <laughs> uh, you kind of skipped over a lot of beers that I wanted to talk about. Um, one of them in particular was the Hazies and the Dippa. 
the, the Delano days was super awesome. Like I think oh, that was I've tried the Delano days. Yeah, also an IPA. I remember. Not only is it a dip, an IPA, but it's a DIPA, a double IPA. <laughs> I can't believe I said I liked it. And it's a hazy. <laughs> okay. You know about hazies, Joe, or no? Do I have to? No, like... I absolutely have no idea what a hazy IPA is. Is it possible to have a hazy regular ale? Or is it just hazy because it looks like a really cloudy, polluted water? Well, that is why it's called hazy. I'm just letting you know. But it's because it's um, the, it's the filtering process. That's why. So I know too hazy should theoretically... What filtering process? If it's hazy, do we filter this? No. That's the thing. It's unfiltered. <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah. But it looks so cloudy. Adds to the flavor. It does. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm mocking it, but I'm mocking it accurately. <laughs> you are. Uh, okay. Anything else in the beer menu you want to talk about? I think we're good there. They're, the beers, like I said, like they're good beers. They're solid. And I think, like I said, well, the best beers on there are their ales. Just being honest. Their Van Nice is a, their signature beer for a reason. And there's stuff like the Delano Days and the, what you call it, uh, the Calvert Crush are up there on my list. Um, I still need to try the Fulton Fog, that's for sure. That's on my list, too. And the Sadequoi uh, Sour, um, that one was, like I said, pleasant. And you liked it, too, for its sourness. But yeah, their signature beers, I think, are like some of the better ones. Any extra comments on that? So appetizers... <laughs> Go there. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I think out. I think that we should talk about the things that we actually had. Yeah, so that's why I figured we would talk about. Um, well, we our our good friend bought this, and we were just like, that doesn't sound pleasant, but it actually was, and that was the pickled eggs. Well, to me, I've always been curious. You've been pickled curious, pickled egg curious, because every time it's portrayed on like shows. Or whatever. Everyone goes like, ew, pickled eggs. Meanwhile, so I'm thinking... So you're bi-curious about pickled eggs. <laughs> Why would it be bi- well, You have to have two eggs, right? Which is what comes in the menu. Two hard-boiled eggs pickled in brine. Oh, bi. Not, not B-I. B-U-U-I. What, what, what? B-U-Y. Bi. You were bi-curious about Oh. When I have to explain the joke. It's not funny anymore. Yeah, but I understood it as bi, which is two, and... Gotta have two eggs with it. I think the yeah, joke there's... works. Sure. <laughs> um, pickled eggs in brine. Choose from dragon curry. What? What yeah, did he two... choose? He chose the dragon curry. God damn, that was delicious. <laughs> it was. It was so good. Yeah. Okay. Even the onions were good, and I don't like onions. And I was like, tried one of the onion pearls, and it was like, it's the brine. It just makes everything just taste better. Yeah. So why why did it call it pickled? I didn't see any pickles in it. It's the process, Joe. You're Filipino. It's vinegar. Pickling. Oh. You know what? You learn something new every day. So pickling means using vinegar. A brine something, yeah. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, those pickles are great. Like, if, if, They're eight bucks. I don't know if that's expensive or not. It's a little honest. pricey for eggs, but... <laughs> Pickled eggs. 
Sure, but you know what? Hey, um, they're good. And they're good drunk food, I think. Would we you... Had... Okay, uh, I think a good scale would be, would I pay and eat... Would I, would I pay for something like this? And my answer is yes. Because you're not just eating the eggs, you're also eating the onions in there. Like small little onion bulbs. Oh, and the ch- the, the chili is the too. The chili, the serranos. I feel like I got a... Feel like uh, someone didn't give me that 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 chili. <laughs> yeah, I think they were eaten before you got them. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm not the person who bought it. You know, you were just there to try it. And my God, I wouldn't recommend anyone drinking the brine. But if you want to, knock yourself out. I remember our buddy who bought it was very curious about drinking the brine. He was brine curious. Hey, that's a that's a multi multi. Uh, level pun it was yeah okay uh but they have spicy meatballs spicy meatball sliders uh marinated olives philly pretzels and the cheese plate and who the cheese plate look good the meatballs look good we did we haven't had them yet so we can't comment but bottom line is we hardly ever go there for the appetizers nor the the next stuff on the item yes they do have salads greek and caesar now the next thing we're not here about that though (laughs) So we're done with appetizers. What's next after appetizers? Come on, Joe. It's the big time. I want you to say it. Say it. We'll say it again. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's a Lion King reference. So, um, we're having... We pretty... Wait, wait, hold on. Oh my god. I didn't... I don't remember them having this much pizza. Yeah, you know, no, I do, because guess what? We actually ate most of these pizzas. No, 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 but... Okay, fine, fine. You're right, you're right, you're right. So, let's start with the usual stuff. Let's, let's just start with the things we ate. We can say that we, there's, we have these and we didn't try these. But that's everything! Except for one part. We didn't try the margarita pizza. We yes. didn't try the vegan soy riso pizza. And the vegan veggie extravaganza. We didn't try the vegan veggie extravaganza. I've had and the Mediterranean vegetable, actually. It's pretty we good. We have not had not. the plain cheese, either. We've not had the plain cheese. And the Mediterranean Those are the vegetable. Those that we haven't had. I've had the Mediterranean vegetable. And you know oh, what? Yeah? For a veggie pizza, it's pretty good. Um, Yeah, the Kalamata olives and the feta cheese really bring out, like, you know, a really um, savory kind of, like, you know, flavor. It's, it's, it's pretty good. The dill also makes it feel fresh. Okay. Um, but let's just cost sixteen bucks though, <laughs> which they, is a yeah, really good little, price. It's it's a little on the pricier side if for like you know, but when we, but you don't feel it when we're all splitting it when you're in a group, big group. Fair enough. I think that's the thing. No, I I, I don't I think a sixteen dollar and pizza, you're paying for the quality as well. Yeah, that's I think that's the main thing. It's like a sixteen dollar pizza. You'd figure you'd probably walk out but this is not walk out with a big pizza but this is not uh little caesars <laughs> it's an entire conversation about that <laughs> at, one, at one point we're not having that conversation right now <laughs> unless we're broke <laughs> little caesars is good for two reasons one you're you're strapped for cash two if you need to feed an army especially Arm- if the army is high I was actually going to go, uh, back when I was in high school, um, 
the football coaches during when we had to have two day practice um because they would have to feed like 30 kids they would get little caesar's pizza and they would say here two of you split a box yeah and that was yeah that's like 250 a kid it's like <laughs> all things considered that's pretty cheap if they really wanted to uh, you know be strapped for cash they could probably have three of us split a box but i mean hey yeah um but let's not talk about little caesars anymore i'm done yeah, we're that. not here for little caesars we're here for mcleod's okay pizzas. so first i want to talk about um the buffalo the buffalo chicken bacon you which you hate i know that that's not a thing that you no, 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 no. i don't hate buffalo chicken and a barbecue chicken or barbecue chicken regardless i don't it's not that i just don't think chicken belongs in a pizza <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that, but I just don't think chicken belongs on the pizza. I can have wings and pizza, but chicken on the pizza, and if it's the only pizza I get. Do you also feel the same way about pineapple? I don't hate, uh, I actually don't hate pineapple on pizza. I shit on it, but I'll still eat it. No problems there. You put shrimp on that, now we're fighting. You put shrimp on pizza, I'm out. That's I think at it. one point they did have a shrimp pizza. They don't have it anymore. But they, Thank God. <laughs> okay, l- let's talk about... just. I don't want to talk about all the pizzas. I just want to talk about... Like the, the four keys gr- again. Okay. Can we scratch that out of the table? Fine. Let's. Uh, yeah, okay. So the four cheeses and garlic does not have four cheeses on it. It actually has six. Did you know that? What cheeses does it have? I don't know. I because there was an article and they actually featured McLeod's pizza in the article. And the four cheeses and garlic actually had six cheeses in it and not four. And I honestly don't know because I didn't read the article. I just I just wanna stay, you know. That almost sounds like fake news when you say that. It's not. It's really not. It, you you can ask one of the guys. They have they probably have the article sitting somewhere, but the four cheeses and garlic actually has six cheeses on it. However, according to the menu, it has provolone, fontina, cheddar, and mozzarella. And the, uh, the usual house tomato sauce with extra garlic. Dexter, am I just did I did I just trigger something in you, or did I awaken something in you <laughs> that you want to find out right now? Yeah, and I'm really trying to struggle with like not googling this article <laughs> right now. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> Here's my experience in finding that out. Someone sent an article on 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 McLeod's pizzas. One of them featured was four cheeses and garlic, and the headline actually says. Or at least in the first part, it says it actually has six cheeses in it. So, that being said, I just stopped reading, and I'm still happy that it's delicious. And that, that's my experience with it. So, I didn't check my sources or anything. All I'm saying is that someone sent an article, and I read it real quick, and I'm like, well, hmm, that's interesting. Hmm, and you now I'm feeling to like share pizza. this with any of us? What? It came from us, but. I guess you missed it. <laughs> I must have missed it, yeah. Yeah, you must have missed it. The you... second best pizza on the menu for me. Is anyway. the pepperoni. Okay, hold on. Sorry, you, you go ahead. 
The hot Italian, I was going to say. The hot Italian's always been a staple favorite of mine. I thought it wasn't there anymore. No, you're thinking about the British pizza. That was oh, there. yeah, the British one, yeah. That was good. But, um, I don't think it was a popular item, but I liked it. But the hot Italian has always been a classic. I mean, it's, it's pretty much like they're... It's the spicy. It's the spicy Italian, and it's um, salami. It's, it's a spicy meat sausage. There's no meatball in it. <laughs> I was looking no, at the menu. <laughs> no, it's a sausage and, Ita- and salami. That's what it is with um, green onion. Okay. Yeah. The hot Italian is what? This. It, yeah, it's all meat. Aside from the cheese, obviously. Oh, it comes with a sparkling of green onion, which I never really noticed. Look at you, eating more onion. Raw, white, or yellow onions are like my least favorite, but if they're grilled or green onions, they're fine. Or in the hot Italian. It's a green onion, Joe. It's fine. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Um... What else, Joe, on their pizzas? The pepperoni. So here's the funny thing when you take a look at their menu, not online, but when you actually go to McLeod's, is that they have the, you know, you'll see the margarita, the hot Italian, barbecue chicken with bacon, buffalo chicken, four cheeses, whatever. It tells you what's in it. And then in the bottom part, you'll just see plain cheese and pepperoni. Pepperoni doesn't have anything, because why would you have to explain pepperoni? And, you know, pepperoni pizza is like, you go to a pizza place, I don't know if I want anything fancy, I'll get a pepperoni pizza. Their $16 pepperoni pizza, fucking delicious. Like, wow. Right? So, that's like my second favorite now. So, it's the four cheeses and garlic, which is cheating because it shouldn't be in the list. And then, the pepperoni pizza. Now... It's been a while since we've been we've been back, but when we went back last time, they have this new pizza, which is the jalapeno popper. That was pretty good. I actually enjoyed that a lot. Um, I mean, I like jalapenos in general, and it, I don't think they actually have like it's not actual jalapeno poppers, but the stuff that you get in the jalapeno popper is on the pizza. You've got your cheese, the cream cheese. You've got the what you call it, <laughs> jalapenos. Well, it's ricotta, not cream cheese, but ricotta is a cream cheese. And we got your bacon, and it's like all sorts of this, all this salty flavors is melting. I understand <laughs> now. The only thing what? that's missing from this thing is, you know, what you would think from a jalapeno popper. Wait, a jalapeno popper, does it have potatoes? No. No. Okay, cool. So the reason why this became a popper is because of the panko crumbs. Yeah. My goodness. Like... Uh, I don't know. It's like katsu, katsu pizza. <laughs> but yeah, those are the pizzas. And I think, uh, you know, just go to McLeod's if you don't drink. Get the pizza. <laughs> now, you have a soft serve. Um, what do you think oh. about that? I had two soft serves, Dexter. Because yeah, they have two. And they're, you know, they're what you can get. But they are good because they are, um, they reminded me of Baskin and Robbins. And the great thing is it's not as sweet, but it still has that thick texture. So it was delicious and I'm feeling hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
remind me to grab something to eat before we do that hit the spot segments, man. Sure. Uh yeah. So the uh, very last thing I didn't even see had... the desserts. Oh, there it is. All the very the last thing they had was the aside um, from the soft serve ice cream is the mini cheesecake, which is from um, a pop up store, Lady Bix. Um, but they, they they sell them through McLeod's. Uh, they sell them other places too. But hey, um, flavors change weekly. Yeah, the ones that they had were the um, it was um, caramel praline. It was a like a banana nut muffin one. It was a, a lemon, and it was that one that you don't like, the orange chocolate. Yeah, I, I don't think anything citrusy should be a baked good. But before we go there, the mini cheesecake costs $4.50. How was that experience for you? There, You get four mini cheesecakes for four bucks. What? Oh, my God. That's amazing, really. That was like I thought. I felt like I was. I mean, I felt like I was. It felt like stealing. It really did. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It's like you ordered four cheesecakes. I'm like, no, this is it comes with cost four. Of... So I was thinking, is that a sampler? I'm like, sort of. It must be. Well, yeah, they're they're on the small side. They're like bite sized bites. Um, we I don't we know. Split. We we split one bite sized cheesecake into, <laughs> into four, four or five. Yeah. We sp- <laughs> We usually spin it to four, but like it was, uh, it was a flight. That's what they're that's what they was called. It was a cheesecake flight. That's what they refer to it. As. Okay, so um, we've gone through the pizzas and the 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 beers and the, the dessert, dessert, the apps. Yeah, and <laughs> let's talk about the ambiance. I think I mentioned it at the beginning, like, it's a really cool, very chill, mellow place. They definitely play a lot of, um, like, you know, um, 70s, 80s rock. Mm-hmm. It's uh, back in the day before quarantine, they used to have peanuts, like, you know, everywhere that you can just grab a handful of while you wait. Um, they'd have darts. They'd have the corn, um, that game, the cornhole. Okay, so here's here here's what my impressions were when I walked in there. Um sure. like even on the first time, pre-pandemic, the place was huge because the you place keep was saying, huge. How what? I you keep on saying huge. I don't think it's I think it, it's just it's an it's a medium size. I've seen let, 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 let me let me finish what I'm saying. Sure, sure, sure. It felt huge because you had high ceilings and it was properly wide. Um, and it had two sections. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because you walk in there, the place used to be, unless they build it from the ground up, just so it blends in its surroundings, it looked like an old garage. I'm pretty sure it is an old garage because of the place that it's at. That's why I said I don't know whether it they built it up just so it looks like it or not. I'm not going to assume whether how the planning was, but bottom line is it looked like a garage. And they kept everything... Like, when you go to the restrooms, nice restrooms, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, they had, like, these uh, posters on it. Like, uh, you know, turn off engine, that kind of stuff. It's a nice little thing going on. But one of the things that I found is that, or at least pre-pandemic, was that they had, like, these, uh, you know, run-off-the-mill regular board games on the on the shelves, and you can go there and play. But I, there was one experience when we went there, and there were... 
there was a table playing a uh, tabletop. I'm pretty sure it was D and D, uh, and they 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 were even set up with cameras and stuff. And I think somewhere out there, someone posted a video or a podcast of it. But that that would be very impressive considering how loud it got. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this place I think is homey. It's definitely worth a visit if you're down. If you're down or depending where you're from, up there in uh, the valley and you're looking for some good pizza, good eats, or just a place to chill. And, you know, the, uh, right now they have outside seating. Go to McLeod's. It's probably one of the... It's a nice place to go visit. It's it's tasty. It's It's got a good mellow feel to it. Dare I and say that got... it's a treasure? It is treasure-like. Bottom line... It's a place that's very near and dear to us, and we would love for other people to experience this. And we like to, like, you know, give them a shout out because they're pretty. No, now people place. will go, and we have to, and then we go there, and it gets all crowded. Well, what all else? the what? two people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, if you're from the valley, or if you're around the San Fernando Valley. Uh, just to look up McLeod's. That's M-A-C-L-E-O-D. But since Joe mentioned that, if you are one of our listeners, go ahead and um, drop a private uh, DM in our uh, Instagram and tell us where we think we should be going next. It doesn't travels. have to be in the Valley. Anywhere in Los Angeles is fine. Anywhere in Los Angeles is fine. Um, just Yeah, just SoCal pretty much. Yeah, unless we decide to go up north and I don't know what's up there. <laughs> or go down way south to San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. I mean, that is SoCal, dude. That it means is. we have to go to San Diego now. At some point, yeah. <laughs> There's actually some really good um, burrito place in San Diego that I want you to try, Vallarta's. But we'll talk about that for a future We episode. have Vallarta right here. Not that Vallarta, it's a different one. Okay. <laughs> right, so... Uh... That's our first That Hit The Spot segment. McLeod's Brewery. Totally go. Enjoy the pizza. Have some beers. Yeah. We'll see you in about five and a half seconds or so for our next segment. Where we R go slash. and talk about Reddit. R slash. Welcome back, listeners. And here we are with our next segment, R slash. Tell me, Joe. What exactly is our slash? Well, our slash is pretty much us browsing through Reddit because we got nothing else better to do. So, Joe, you gave me a homework assignment, which is weird because I'm the teacher. Um, but my assignment was to go through three of my favorite subreddits and um, just so that we have something to look at. The ones I chose were the League of Legends subreddit, Ask Reddit, and a personal favorite of mine. Am I, am I the asshole? asshole? okay i have not seen any of this so let's dive in what's the first thing you're gonna show me well the first first thing was um in the league of legends subreddit uh aoc um alexandria ocasio cortez um the new york congresswoman the new york congresswoman yeah okay plays the league of legends (laughs) <laughs> that's actually really sur- well should i be surprised at something like that it's kind of on the young side so no i don't think it's surprising yeah but how often do you get politicians a, con- a congressman playing and a i think with you? i think i think aoc is one of the popular ones too yeah 
playing something like a mobile game. Well, it's not a mobile. She's not doing Wild Rift. She's not doing the mobile version. She's actually doing the computer League of Legends. Like you know, not Wild Rift. Really? Wow. Yeah. I thought it was Wild Rift. I would. I okay, fine. I assume Wild Rift. But the fact that why is she trending on legal i mean okay the fact that she's a congresswoman already and she's already pretty popular among the youngins um is already something to talk about her playing league of legends i mean it's 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 common knowledge in the league of legends community that she plays there's a lot of like you know weird niche people that play that is common knowledge rick fox for instance was really popular on the league of legends subreddit really Uh, the former lakers basketball player yeah Wow, I didn't... Because he actually owned a team at one point, and his son was really into it. So to get bond with his son, he would play League of Legends. And what do you he... mean he owned a team? Like he owned he a basketball owned... team? No, he owned a League of Legends professional esports team. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. They were named after him, Echo Fox. They're no, they're no, longer, long... they no longer exist. Okay. But, uh... Not that I follow uh, esports, but yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, and it, he, he was trending for a long time on the Reddit because people would watch his games... To see him like get out of bronze, it was kind of endearing and fun. <laughs> okay. In AOC's um, case, why? Why? Okay, so I know that now I know that she plays League of Legends. Why is she trending? Well, she did a massive Baron steal. Uh, for those of you that don't know what uh, Baron is or what, what the hell we're talking about, why don't you explain to the our uh, listeners what Baron is and what, well, why this is quick. so cool? Real quick, in the you know in in the gaming world, there's these games called MOBA, which is pretty much a five v five, almost roguelike game where you play against each other. And uh, a Baron is one of those uh, monsters in the jungle that it's if an, you... it's a massive objective and a neutral objective that both teams try to fight for because they get a major buff if they kill it. It's the buff. It's yeah. It 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 changes the tide of the battle, so to speak. Okay, and uh, she stole it. So stealing means like if another team is trying to kill the Baron, and then she just goes in there and, well, does the last hit because that's where it matters. Yeah, that's so she's impressive. Playing, she apparently in the video because uh, I saw it just before this, she was uh, playing the champ Lux, uh, who is like a light mage, and she goes and she just uh, shoots this giant laser beam, long range. Very long range, and she laser beamed Baron from super from I think max range in Oh, <laughs> that is impressive. I gotta know what, what are people saying. Yeah, let's look, look at, at the comment section. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, boom. Boom. Right. <laughs> oh, I, I think I think she said that in the video. I think that's why they why they're, they're saying like that should be the new Baron. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, let's some, see. some people are making connections to. Um, Dota, Dota. their mo- mobile game. I mean, that's bear- I, this is something that I usually hear though. It's like Dota, League of Legends. Uh, so yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, they're they're saying that Baron is Roshan, which is I guess is a a champion. Um, what to call it? Is it a champion? Mm-hmm. I've never played Dota too. I'll be honest. With I, you. Same. I don't. I have no idea. I whether... get, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're we're talking about our robots right now, but um, Roshan I guess is something in Dota too. Oh well. Uh, let's look, move on to the next comments. Really did steal a lot of shit from Dota, huh? Oh, Gintu's had a bowling ball and they called Roshan. Oh, uh, just stuff about uh, more Dota stuff. 
So here's a fun comment. This is only weird because 90% of our politicians are 70 plus years old and probably hardly know how to use computers in the first place. That's the real shame. <laughs> I think that's a, that should that really should be the top comment. <laughs> that's why, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, I think that was your hot take as to why this is interesting. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Um, okay, I, I got, I got it. Sometimes it's the com it's the comment, it's the reply comment that's also good. Oh, yeah. uh, it's even more odd if you consider that computers have been out for decades and smartphones with touchscreens have been around since 2006. Holy crap. I really feel old. At a point, it becomes ignorance of the modern world and not age. So, yeah. I don't think that's entirely true, but I oh, think yeah. that, to a degree, it also is. I mean... I've got, I've got people on both ends of the spectrum. I've got a seventy-year-old grandpa that um can't, doesn't know how to text very well, and I've got another seventy-year-old great aunt that sends um memes. So I, I think the sad part, <clears throat> excuse me. I think the sad part about this is the fact that on the first comment, ninety percent of our politicians are seventy plus years old. Oh yeah, that I think that's the big takeaway. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I personally feel like that's already kind of too old to be a politician. Or it's also run... the me it's yeah. also the median age of our presidencies. I yeah. don't know why. Why is it that? Why is it that? Like, there's, I don't know. I know that with age comes wisdom. Wisdom? Question, Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I think at some point uh, you have to understand that those people get a little bit out of touch. I think out of touch is. I think it doesn't have anything to do with age. It's just being out of touch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could be a hundred and healthy. <laughs> You'd be a hundred and healthy, and you know, know about the you know what uh, how things have changed and are changing. No, yeah, definitely. I think it's a case by case basis. But it definitely is a, it is a concerning when you hear stuff like this. And I know that we were just talking about League of Legends and we just got off point, but this is, a, this is an interesting topic. Well, to yeah, about. it is. And this is the point, <laughs> actually. <laughs> I mean, like, we, we're talking about a young politician playing video games. And it's not even anything about policy or anything. And already you have something that you can share with, you know, with a, with a person of influence. It's, it's a big deal, isn't it? And it's funny, I was looking at this other comment right here. It's funny because uh, other politicians literally vilify her for playing video games. <laughs> that would be like other uh, AOC vilifying people for playing golf. It's just somebody's pastime. It's a hobby. What, the vilifying part? Or the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> or the golf part? Golf? Golf is... Have you ever played golf? Doesn't mean golf, and I don't think that counts. Uh, it's your short game, or is it called? I think it's called the short game. You're embarrassing yourself, Jeff. Just stop. <laughs> it's putting. There, your putting game. It's all in the hips. All in the hips. All in the hips. Well, speaking of politicians, I came across something interesting. Sure. And this is more straightforward than League of Legends, and then suddenly AOC pops out. Um, this is under r slash politics. Joe Biden has had the best start of any presidency in almost a century. 
just really quick face value on that post. I'm not diving into the article yet. If we have to. Or if I don't know if we have to, but what do you how does that sound to you? Well first off, when I think of a hundred years ago and I think of now, I think of the trends. And in the roaring twenties, there was a the the world was us came out of the survival of another pandemic and it just came over which one was it i'm honestly asking spanish flu oh no one never expects the spanish influenza flu (laughs) influenza okay so the spanish flu happened a century ago is that what you're saying yeah it was um (laughs) That was the last major pandemic that, like, happened, like, in the U.S. Like, major, major, to, like, to this degree that COVID is. Okay, well, I think uh, it'd be a miss to, or I think we're doing it at this service if we don't actually check the sources, especially if it's something like politics. Um, sure. This came from the Globe and Mail. Never heard of it. Globe and Mail, I think that's a British um, news site. Um... Probably. You're probably right. I'm not going to check the sources of the sources. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm not going to go deep into that. Um, he, they say that, um, well, he's started good. What's going on, Joe Biden? I'm just like going through this. And I think it's not about, I don't, I don't think it's about the Spanish flu. However, it is like, you know, scene, racial justice. Yeah, I mean, I think the reason why, and this is my take on this, okay? I think the reason why they're, why they're saying that he's had the best start of any presidency in almost a century is because, um, what do you call that? Inherited? But I'm not saying, I, I don't know how to properly explain this without, pulling, without shaking a few cages. Um, I think in the previous presidency, there were a lot of problems that could have been handled properly. But since it wasn't handled properly, it got worse. Or with expediency? That word works. I understand this word. (laughs) You you know what I mean? It's, It's like I'm saying that, actually, I actually said this before the elections i was thinking whoever the next president is going to be is gonna have it kind of easy because all he has to do was undo and not do anything the previous president did and i think without reading the article (laughs) that this is how it works because they didn't have a COVID plan, and now he's vaccinated more, according to sources, more than what he promised. You can butt in. I can hear you. I can hear you. I know what is you it? can hear me. Yeah. Um, I think the gist of what you're saying is that the bar was set so low that, of course, he's going to have a good presidency. Yes. Thank you. Wow, you actually, did a, you actually uh, summarized me. I surprised. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's uh, that's I need a gong. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> um, fuck, do, I, do we take a full glass drink? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, hydro homies, drink water. Oh. Hydro homies. Ah, oh, that's another subreddit. <laughs> that's one of your favorite subreddits. Yeah, it's simple. It's not the original name, but, you know, you guys can research on that. <laughs> I didn't even know that, but um, we'll talk about that later on our own. No, we're not. Oh, well, yes. Sure, we can talk about that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to butt in on something short. Now, hold on. You said your next one is... Um, what have you got? Am I... No. I'm, we're going to leave... Ask, ask Reddit. Okay, before we go to Ask Reddit, I saw something really simple. This one's on the subreddit Black People Twitter. Uh, okay. It's titled Mother's Day Special. Oh, <laughs> and fun. I think everyone can understand this. The first line says... Where are y'all taking your mamas to eat on Sunday? <laughs> the reply, we got food at the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that's, that's. <laughs> Everyone can relate to that. <laughs> yep. Global pandemic. Speaking of Mother's Day, <laughs> what are your Mother's Day plans? Um, or what well, were your Mother's Day plans, I should say? Well, I kind of already did mine, but there's more. Uh, I just did my mom a service by driving her to the casino. I mean, hey. Safely. Safely, as safe, yeah. As safe, as safe as, you know. Hey, my you parents could. live near one of the casinos, and they're putting everything they can to make sure that they're in business. I'm pretty sure it's one of the safer places to be right now. Uh, there's a, a lot of... There were a lot of people, and... Honestly, and I'm not going to say which casino we went to, um, there was some machine distancing, because everyone plays the slots. There was yeah, machine yeah. distancing in the, uh, at the front, <laughs> but further in you get, it's like, what, what is this? It's like a cl crowded classroom. <laughs> oh, Lord. In the middle, though, were the tables. Uh, table games, and um, they had shields. Yeah, I remember when that, I. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. I remember when I saw the ads for some of these casinos, um, on TV, like the Pachangas and the Morongos and stuff like that. You'd see that um, that was the big thing they were advertising that like the plexiglass um for the table play. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's something yeah. that you and I have to do at some point. Um, what make plexiglass? No, play blackjack at a casino. Oh man, did you see that message I sent you guys? <laughs> oh, um, man, <laughs> remind me. Yeah. Oh, a lady rage quit the jack table because. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So real quick. Uh, okay, I remember that, and I, I have something to say, and I didn't want to say it then, but say your piece, and then I got something after. Well, yeah. Well, just you know, I was just standing there near the. Five dollar blackjack table, and I was thinking maybe I should play. There's like some, there's like an open seat, and then there were these two ladies on the right, on my right, and then one dude on the left. And I was just, you know, dealer was dealing, and then uh, blackjack soft seventeen. Uh, the dealer has to hit seventeen no matter what, and he had a six. Always and the dealer a... has a six showing. Yes, and so you know the lady's like, okay. I'm good. I, I don't care what her cards are, but she sounds like she knows what she was doing. And then the guy who had 15 hit. <laughs> I would rage quit too, Joe. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I understand. I know. I know. I, I know. But as a person who's 
as me, as the person standing there. The guy hits. And it didn't even matter that he got 21 because he hit. The moment that he tapped on the table to hit, the lady on the other side rage quit. She goes like, Why are you hitting that? You, you're not supposed to hit that. And, the, and then she just freaking stood up, took her, took her money and left. She didn't even care what the dealer had. The dealer lost. <laughs> but she didn't. That doesn't, care. That's not the point. It's the I know, I know, I know. I, I know, I know how the. The, the table's played, but go ahead, Dexter. What did you want to say? No, it's just like, it's the truth, though. Like, that's a very amateur, sloppy, greedy way to play. By the way, the guy hit 21. <laughs> Fucking doesn't matter. It, I it, know it doesn't matter. I know. I understand the, principle. the game. <laughs> it's the principle of the matter. The dealer has a 16 showing. You Six. don't hit. Yeah, a six showing, and of you, course, as as a as a as a rule of thumb, you assume that whatever's in there is a fucking ten, no matter yeah, what. <laughs> rule of thumb, because you have a dealer busts on what, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's a lot of cards to look for. Cards. <laughs> That's why it was hilarious <laughs> when I saw it. I go like, oh, and then I turn around and walked away. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been that guy when I first started playing. When I was like, um, when I was very green, and I know how to play blackjack because my dad taught me how. But I just panicked because it was my first time. But after that first time, you just no, you don't make those mistakes. You know what's nice, actually? Like I know that your dad taught you. Like, did did your dad teach you at the table? He taught me before I got to the table, and he taught me at the table too. Oh, okay. Um, what's nice is that me, I've always, not always, but I've learned how to play uh, gamble at an early age. Uh-huh. Um, and so I know how to play blackjack. But what was nice was that the, my first time on the table, uh, the dealer was teaching. Oh, that's cool. And it's nice because not only that the person that you're going up against is, you know, welcoming... You get to learn more because yeah, you do know how to play the uh, table, but or actually, word. you know how to you know how to play blackjack, but you don't know how to play the table. I think you know? that's a thing that people don't get. It's not you versus the dealer; it's you versus the house. The Fair dealer, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, de- I, I, mm. I get what you meant though, but the dealer is just you know, the dealer is just the what you call the middle person. Exactly, and um, oh, the funny I thing is, your dealers. Yeah, I, 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 that's I, the guy was so nice. Anyway, I remember like when he was teaching me, he's like, he's like, what do you want to do? You can do this, this, this or that. And I'm like, uh, hit. I'm like, look at my card. No, you don't want to hit. Okay, next. <laughs> he just does that. <laughs> yeah, he's a. I'm never gonna forget that dude. Well, I'm, I didn't catch his name, but you know, it's one of those things. Yeah, you know what? Subreddit humans being bros. I could see that. Yeah, humans being bros. That, that, that was really nice. So, my Mother's Day plans are um, going to get up at the crack of dawn and um, going to go to our usual... Get, and we're not eating at the place because they doesn't have sit-in right now, but we're going to go to our usual breakfast spot, which I'm not going to name for obvious reasons. All right, so that place. I'm going to go to that place and then uh, with my with my mom and my aunts 
Um, and then we're gonna like you know have breakfast at the cemetery. This is my grandma. Uh, just something that we've done since she passed away. Hmm. And you know, it's uh, we, we'll spend some time there. And then I think uh, my dad and I are gonna do some barbecue shrimp later in the afternoon. That should be fun. Thanks for not inviting me. Of course, it's a family event. No, I was thinking shrimp. Mm. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me that your dad makes bomb-ass shrimp? Yes. In a different holiday, then, or weekend. Who knows? Sure. And I think we have, um, we are marinating some ribs, too. Not like big ribs, um, what short rib, short rib. Okay, let's stop talking about food. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> mm. Go hangry? Joe, not hangry, just hungry. I'm keeping it in. Let's go to Ask Reddit. What's, what's top in Ask Reddit? Uh, and sure. When Let's I open that it. shit, that shit's always in the front page. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, no, we're not skipping we're not shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, uh, Dexter, what do you have for me on Ask Reddit? The, the, the top hot, pay, hot, the hot take... Ask six hours ago. Ask six hours ago. (laughs) What's the most annoying thing about having a penis? Okay. And I agree with this statement. So for your first comment, go. Before we read it, hot take. Do you agree with this or disagree with this? I think people who say this and agree with it are forgetting... Uh, are forgetting a particular method to get to do it. Now, I'm going to read the question again. And I'm going to read that comment. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) so the question is, what's the most annoying thing about having a penis? It's right there in the top. Um, Okay, so. (laughs) Number one comment. Silver award. The bit of pee that gets stuck in the tubes and comes out when you put it Back in your pants. I got a whole thing to say about this. It might be longer, might be shorter, giggity. But <laughs> you, you have this problem, Dexter. It's happened occasionally, but I know, like, you know, you just shake it out. That's the ish, that's the thing. But sometimes I okay. forget, or sometimes I'm in a rush. Okay. I mean, it, you being in a rush is understandable. So your method is shaking it out. Yeah, shake twice for Texas. Isn't that what the phrase is? Shake it more than twice, is it, or shake it more than once. Or how does it? How does the term go? Shake twice for Texas. I think that's what it's, uh, the, the 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 one I've heard before. The other ones I've heard before is like you shake it more than a certain number of times you're playing with it. Never heard that. No. Wow. Okay. So I think it's like you shake it more than three times. I think or twice, and you're you playing with whole, it. Then you do the hokey pokey, turn yourself around. Okay, so for everybody who's having this problem of that bit of pee coming out, getting stuck in the tubes and coming out when it's back in your pants, there is a way to prevent that. And I want you guys to take down fucking notes, all right? Please. That term when they say, hold on, that term when they say that you shake it more than however many times you're playing with it, please play with it for the sake of hygiene. Fucking go crazy on the fucking urinal, okay? You don't want any of that thing left because, you know, it's pee. 
yeah. <laughs> it goes back in your pants. You now, know, here's the I, other... I, yeah. I have expected you to say you dab it with a napkin like a pizza. And you do that if you're sitting down. Might as well, because you're already there. Okay, but that's not my second advice. My second advice is this thing called Kegels. Now, recently, I've heard... I, I, I'm not... I don't remember whether it was also in Ask Reddit, but I thought everyone understood that you should do the Kegels when you pee, and apparently, I'm wrong. Not everyone. It's not common knowledge. So, for everyone of you guys who's wondering what Kegels is, it's like holding your pee. You know when you hold your pee, you kind of like, well, I'm doing it right now. Are you doing it, Dexter? Come on, do it with me. Come on, come on. Do the Kegels. <laughs> you did it! All right, we're Kegel buddies. So, Kegels is the, that muscle contraction that you do between your legs to to hold the pee when you when you really need to go so you do that same muscular exercise when you don't when, need to pee no 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 when you're peeing right when you're peeing just go ahead practice pee stop it pee stop it and then just keep going now when you're gone all the way to the end do it and i guarantee you you will squeeze the rest of that piss out I remember, While shaking you just, too, you just reminded me. I remember people used to in elementary school used to do weird stuff in the bathroom like that, where they were like hey, trying hey. to make it. Try, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Not getting gross like that, but they would try to make it a record, try to see if they could pee in every single urinal in the restroom. Yeah, so right, they hold the pee and then yeah, move to the next stall. Yeah, that's a fun it's, game. It's not a fun game; it's a stupid game. But it's a fun game to practice your kegels. Fine, okay. fair enough. But I just looked at them like, do your business and get out of here. What the? No, but I'm hoping that I taught you something new. Just, I mean, I knew what Kegels were, but never sure. done it when you're when you're ending. Guarantee you will squeeze that motherfucker out. Noted. Okay, <laughs> hold on. What's the one that say? <laughs> huh? Next comment. Next comment. I saw it. Don't don't hide it from me. <laughs> Is that the okay? <laughs> okay, Dexter. Same question. What's the most annoying thing about having a penis? I'm not reading this out loud. <laughs> you want me to read it? <laughs> oh, no, okay, okay. We need to um, uh, we need to normalize I, this, okay? Because okay, okay, yes, but at the same. T- <laughs> Let's just get on with it. Okay, so what's the most annoying thing about having a penis? When you hug someone, but you have a boner. <laughs> okay? Now, <clears throat> there's also, let me rephrase this comment. When you hug someone, then you get a boner. I want everyone listening right now, whether you're, no matter what identity you have, getting a boner on physical contact is fucking normal. You're getting a massage, even if it's even if you're straight and it's a guy that's giving you a massage and you're getting a hard on, it's normal. I would take this in the direction I wasn't expecting and um, for it? Yeah, I mean uh, hold on. Now I'm not, you know, saying that you should run around saying I was getting a massage from a guy and I got a boner. Um I'm not saying that you should run around the street and, uh, like, announce it, okay? But it's completely normal to get a boner when, you know, 
those unusual times. I say unusual, not the sick times. <laughs> if you're getting, if you're getting a, an erection on questionable times, it's time to see a professional. But I think it should be normalized the same way as how, you know, it's just, it's just how we're built. I mean, fortunately, unfortunately. And it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. And that's, that's all I have to say about, you want to keep going on that penis problem? <laughs> Not I don't particularly. Have, I don't, there, there I don't was, have there to was, comment on everything, but you know. There was one, though, I saw like, when I was like browsing through earlier that I was like, oh, I, I want to see how Joe reacts to this but it, which well, what was the question anyway? I'm trying to remember what it was. Hey, look, there's a there's a question about what's the most annoying thing about having a vagina. <laughs> I guess it that's I, I guess that's how how it works today. That's how that's how we that's how we feel today. Apparently, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, I'm I'm saying I'm going down to see if I can find it. All right, next. What else you got? <laughs> so, I thought it was in um, Ask Reddit. But it was actually in, I when I was looking at trending, it was in two r slash too afraid to ask. Too afraid to ask. Yeah, yeah, what I like about too afraid to ask is well, pretty much it says so. If if it's something that you're too afraid to ask, you can ask it without, and people would know that you're coming from a place of ignorance, actual inquiry, or actual uh, well, harmless, you, or you without. Wanna... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean at the same time, like. You never know. But at the very least, the discussions that can be had there could be like you know, uh, thought provoking, at the least. Right? So, what was the question? The question was um, Are men never really, really never complimented? Are men really never complimented? And the po poster said, I always see posts some comments from guys talking about riding the high from a compliment they got from a girl months or even years ago. As a woman, I've always been complimented or given compliments. Is it truly so rare and impactful for most guys? Okay, so do you agree with that statement? Or not agree, but do you, is there a compliment in your head? And uh, just using her example, from, the, from, from, a, from a woman or from a lady that has stuck to you to this day, that you sometimes look back on. Yeah, I'd say so. Can't think of it right now, but I I, I know I've had that uh, that feeling before. How about you? Um, looking at just the question itself, are men really never complimented? I would like to say that with friends like you guys. Oh yeah, we're we, fine. We, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, like you know, like we 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 compliment each other all the time. Don't get me wrong; we call each other shit too, but. We also that also, yeah, to each other. yeah, yeah, <clears throat> but like you know, as you know, just us, uh, group of friends. Now, um, as for, I don't think I've ever really held on to a compliment from one specific person. However, going back to what I just said, having friends like you guys prior to that, I probably never had the, like a lot of compliments and it's it's understandable why anyone would ride high on that and it, it's good it's something to improve yourself on I, okay i think i just remembered one compliment i received from a woman but i don't think the fact that she was a woman had anything to do with it being like you know why i was riding so high on that yeah yeah, yeah. it was i, I uh, completely agree 
Yeah, yeah. It was, um, I've told you the story before. It was when I was in my poetry 101 class and my... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a great story. If you want to share with the class. Not. <laughs> Long story actually, short. <laughs> so I found the email, actually, that um, the professor sent me. So I'll actually pull it up. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah we got muscle flexing. Um... But to make a long story short, and it is a long story, um, I was in the Poetry 101 class, and my professor was having us read um, Langston Hughes's um, theme for English B. Now, one of my favorite poems, and probably because of the class, uh, but the, the gist of it is this, the speaker is talking about um, how him and his white, prof he's black, Langston Hughes is black, him and his white professor will never truly see eye to eye, but at the same time, they're both American, and they're just going to have to deal with that issue. And they might have some of the same things that are some things that are the same. They both might like to smoke. They both might like the same music. They both might like this or that. But at the end of the day, I'm the speaker says I'm always going to be the black kid in the room, and you're always going to be the old white professor. And a lot of and the, the discussion that the professor had was about you know race relations and how that is, and about the the the, the feasibility of the melting pot, so to speak, and if that actually exists. I know I'm going into a long story. It is. It's just. It, it's a, it's an interesting one. That's why I'm going on from my own tangents. Go on. The um, kids in the class, um, in my poetry one one class. They said some things that were pretty borderline racist, and um, there are microaggressions, as I know of now. Dexter, are you going to stick to pretty borderline racist? They were microaggressions. Okay. Yeah. Some of them were born out of ignorance. A lot of them were born out of ignorance, but they were saying uh, stuff that was pretty debilitating to and pretty weird and pretty off-the-cuff, like saying, oh, we're not racist to people who are different from us. They're just so different that they don't want to do things with this. It was just like you just described, you know, the, uh, what you call it, uh, segregation without with, with more words. And it was <laughs> that's like <laughs> for quoting Rick and Rick. Yeah, I know. it sounds like slavery only with extra steps. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much what they were describing. And I was just like, and the real ticker was when they said, "Well, I'm glad we can talk about this because we're all white here." And I was just like. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? And you know what? It was... Okay, I went to a very predominantly white college. Um, okay, come on, come on, come on, come on. No, no, I say this, I say this because this happened another time, and I, in my, in a, a economics class I was taking, um, me and the other, like, biracial kid in the room just looked at each other when somebody said, like, you know, well, we're all white here, and we kind of just gave each other a side, like, but me we're and not. you, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> and... She was very much passing, but come on, you gotta, you, you either weren't looking at the room or you were blind. And that's why I felt, and I, I felt not seen. I felt angry when the, when this person said that. And I kind of went in this little tirade, but I tried to also hold myself at bay because I also didn't want to be seen as that angry brown person in the room when I spoke. But I talked about kind of like what we said in the previous segment, the beauties of SoCal. Now we've signed all these different eclectic, like, you know, cultures that kind of sometimes clash, but more often than not blend together to becoming like this whole 
salable. I think that was the comparison I made, and that's also something that people say nowadays. It's not a melting pot; it's a salad bowl because you do all the individual little things. So, what and did the, you do in the class? I talked for about fifteen minutes straight. Um, you know, and I ended the class's less the lesson talking about like why I think that everybody's opinion is wrong and they should feel bad. But I did it in an eloquent way so that like you know I didn't come off as angry, even though I was shaking and I wanted to like felt like crying after. Oh my! You was were struggling. you were already in the course of becoming a teacher, right? I wasn't taking classes to be a teacher, but this is kind of what juxtaposed. This is what galvanized me to like want to like be like. I want to make sure people are not ignorant, like the people that I went to college with, and have those opinions. So I want to make sure I inform people, and that's kind of set me on the path to be a teacher. Well, this compliment by this professor, and you can see, you're you're seeing it right now. He she said, "Dear Dexter." Um, I wanted to thank you for so eloquently expressing yourself in today in class. You explained your views and experiences beautifully, and in doing so, you helped to teach everyone exactly what I had hoped they would learn from this conversation. I appreciate best wishes, uh, Lily. Uh, I'm just going to go with my professors first. But, um, yeah, Lily was uh, something else. She was a really top-notch professor. And she re and that compliment still sticks with me to this day because I still talk about it to my students about, like, uh, why they have to like you know rise above and be and battle ignorance because rise they're gonna up. they're gonna fight against they're gonna be they're gonna be sitting next to people who are are have an uh -huh. advantage over them and are gonna be born with this ignorance because of their lack of experience and they're gonna be saying things that are gonna make them feel angry. If my students have the ability to arm themselves so that they're not like that, so that they don't make an outburst, they don't make a scene. And they're able to get their points of views across. I've done my job. All right, that's me stepping off of my um, soapbox. <laughs> but uh, this um, was TED Talk. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> no, but it, what you say is really relevant, and uh, I've heard this story before, and it's always impressed me. And I think, you know, um, this is what got you in the course, didn't you? To kind becoming an I, educator. I kind of like. Uh, I always say that this moment was one of the like driving forces that made me want to go into education. Nice. Not the singular driving force, but it was like definitely one of the big ones. Yeah, it helped me on my way. That's for sure. Yeah, and uh, you know we're all lucky to have you in the classroom or out of the. I don't know how it works these days. <laughs> I'm in the classroom now, but um, I only got five. <laughs> still teaching online. <laughs> still teaching online. Yeah. How does um, that work? But you know, that's yeah. a discussion for another day. <laughs> we're not going to get into that. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, okay. But, yeah, this compliment definitely like stuck with me, like. And like I said, it it doesn't matter that it was by a woman or not. What it matters is that, like, you know, it's something that rang true. And it was something that I hung on to because it was something that was like a call to action. Me, anyway. Yeah. And so, going off of call to action, I think that's what some people feel when they hear things. They're like, you know. I like this guy, though. Like, he... <laughs> the comment goes, I had an old woman at a grocery store tell me I was a handsome fella quite a long time ago. I felt like Brad Pitt for a few days after that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; it's nice to be complimented for your it looks. It is nice to be complimented, but regardless whether strangers. you're a guy or not. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's look at the next one. I was shoveling my 86 year old neighbor's walk a couple winters ago, and she says, "Do you work out? Because you're built like a brick shit house." <laughs> <laughs> what kind of? I mean, a brick house is a brick house. I don't know why it has to be <laughs> shit. 
Oh man, you can collapse that. I want to see. I want to see something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, I collapse both of these. Uh, this one too. Okay. Okay, this is this is a long one, but it's mm -hmm. got a lot of words. I've heard this a lot, but never really thought too too much about it. I'm a 30 year old male, and I was walking into a store, and a guy leaving commented, "Nice polo, man," and walked off. My first reaction was that something was wrong with my shirt. <laughs> Maybe it was inside out, or had a hole. I didn't notice. Everything was fine. It was just a plain polo. The guy just gave a casual compliment, and I realized I don't think I've ever received a compliment not from my wife. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it was a weird realization, and I felt bad that my first thought was the guy making fun of me in some way. I, can, thing, I can relate. Uh. Yeah, me too. Like... The first thing somebody would—it always feels like you have to be ready for the backhand compliment from a, a dude stranger, right? Yeah, Even it's like sometimes. Yeah, it's like, wait, did they really mean that, or am I like? I think it's just that? a lot of teasing at school. No one. Yeah, like, probably. Is there a taboo in complimenting somebody and not having like a uh, uh, ulterior motive? Yeah, ulterior motive. That's something to think about. It is definitely. Um... Maybe when we eventually get to that mental health segment, we can talk about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, you take down notes. This is interesting. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's look at the thread a little bit, because this, this thread got... Uh... Dude, when I was in college, I was wearing a t-shirt with Marvin the Martian on it, and some random girl said, I fucking love Marvin the Martian! And she walked by, and I still smile every time I see the shirt in my dresser. Aww. That's cute. Missed connections. Yeah. I think that's a sub. Probably. Oh, that reminds me. What's up? No, just the thing about shirts. Um, My buddy. Oh, uh, well, tell me about these shirts. <laughs> uh, no, just, um, you know, my friend Jessie. Uh-huh. Well, when she and I first met, um, she was wearing a Green Lantern shirt. Nice. And me being a Green Lantern nerd was just like, hey, nice shirt. And at the time, Jesse was, um, was, had not transitioned yet. And so they were uh, a big, hulking, um, almost six foot tall, like, you know, very big uh, man. And uh, it was just a way that I, the two of us just talked for a bit and just like they told me that they actually knew nothing about Green Lantern. <laughs> huh. And they just got the shirt from the family member. Did you gatekeep? I didn't. I was just like, oh, cool. I'm Good. like, here. Subreddit, gatekeeping. Go on. Here, let me show you all the things. And they blame me for their thousands of dollars of <laughs> So you got them into the Green not, Lantern. Not just Green Lantern, but like... Um, into the, the DCU and comic books and superheroes. Yeah, yeah they, they were into like Batman before because they like, they, like me, grew up in the 90s. And um, they... Um, Watched the animated series and they were a big fan of Harley Quinn. Oh, they are probably the you... biggest Harley Quinn fan I know. What was it that Batman said in that uh, Zeppelin? I am the knight. Vengeance. I am, I am the knight. Vengeance. Um, um, Batman. Batman. Nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll do you. Uh, I'll, I'll do you. Uh... But that was how my friendship with Jesse started. Through a, <laughs> talking, a compliment about a shirt. This this is how that it would that this is how it would look like if I saw you wearing a green Latin shirt. Yo, you like green Latin, dude? I love green. 
Yeah, that green is your favorite color, isn't it? It is, it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, one more. Just one more. Just one on. more, one yeah. more, one more. Okay. Um, Silver Award. 2008, a friend told me I had nice eyebrows. And I think about it once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Probably because it's 12 years, 13 years old. <laughs> You have nice eyebrows. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> what do hey, you do? You know what? What I are you calculating? <laughs> this person has said they thought about this 676 times. 676 times? What do you mean? Someone said that they thought about it for 676 times? Well, they've been. It's uh, 2008. It's 2021. And it's. How many 13 years? 52 times. Okay, go on. Well, if it was full years, it's not. But at least 600 times this person has thought that. 600, 676 weeks. Yeah. 13 years he's been thinking about that compliment. <laughs> I think that's the bigger takeaway. I mean, I, I'm, who am I, I can't who am I to, who, who am I to judge? This is a thing. I, this email is something I received in 2011. So... I mean, I've I've heard like uh, eyebrows looking like caterpillars chasing each other. <laughs> what if that was actually what was in the person's mind? Oh man! Imagine if that's what they they, they actually were being an asshole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude. Actually, I, I actually um, like my eyebrows. I've sure I actually that. have been complimented on the length oh. of my eyelash. I have too. Hmm. Yeah, that was that was a weird day because the ladies had fun using the curler on my eyes. Oh, that was I interesting. Had that experience yet? But... Yeah. I, I, hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's handle one yeah, more subreddit. Yeah. Let's. Uh, am I the asshole? I think like we saved the best for last, right? Hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Should... ask Reddit is gold. But, oh yeah, yeah that's just cool me. Too. I'm I'm just gonna go what's hot and trending. This has got three point eight k up, up votes. Up, yeah. Am I the asshole for refusing to babysit for someone at the time I was supposed to go to her house? Um. Okay. Let's read this story. I, sixteen year old female made a flyer a month ago saying that I was able to babysit for anyone who needed a babysitter. I'm fully vaccinated, by the way. On the flyer, I specifically said that I can only babysit kids who are four and four years and up, uh, and as I have trouble handling younger kids. This lady said she would like me to babysit for her and asked her if she read the flyer, mainly because I wanted to make sure she was okay with a teenager taking care of her children. She said she read everything and it worked out. I should have asked her if her children were four-plus, but I didn't because she said she read the flyer and everything worked out. On the day I go to her house, she texts me some things that I have to keep in mind. Allergies and stuff. Because she wasn't going to have much time to explain it when I got there. One of the things she mentioned was how to make the formula milk. I was confused, so I asked why I needed to make formula milk. She was like, because how else are you supposed to feed my baby? I said that I thought all her kids were older than four and she and I thought that she read that. She said that she thought she told me about her baby. She asked if I could get, if I could let it go just this once, 
and babysit for her because she really wanted to meet her friend and get a break. I felt really bad because she was probably really excited to go meet her friend, but I have no idea how to handle three-year-olds, let alone babies. If a baby were to cry, I don't know what to do. I told her I couldn't babysit for her, and I was really sorry. She was obviously very mad and called me an asshole and a liar. But am I the asshole? I think that I made it clear from the beginning that I won't babysit three-year-olds and younger. I don't think this person will be asshole. What do you think? I don't think so either. They made it very clear. Uh, no, they didn't. Oh, okay. Okay. They... I think this was this is a case of miscommunication. Yeah, it's a case of miscommunication. Bottom line, she's asking if she's the asshole. I don't think so. No. Yeah. I, I mean... Is the lady the uh, asshole? For, for calling a 16-year-old an asshole, yes, but... Yes. And we could leave it at that. Yeah. Calling a 16-year-old an asshole. But, you know... People can 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 let their emotions get to them. Get the bad. Yeah, I mean, and if, a lot if of the lady emo- would at least uh, would have at least apologized, even like a day after, then I don't even see a problem with it. You know, emotions you can, you can get carried away. By your yeah, emotions. for sure. Considering that she wrote here that she wanted to meet her friend and get a break, it, it's and tough. I think. I, yeah. like, I think it's really tough for this pandemic. I mean, oh yeah, pe- people have. Why do you think they're sending all the kids back to schools? Because parents want a break. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't think she's the. I think this is just a miscommunication. Asking someone yeah. to read a flyer. I. The thing is, you always have to. This is. I think this is good practice, but I can't think of a nicer way to say it. Never expect anyone. To do to their dude, to yeah. do their dude. Don't expect people to read everything. I fall into that same, you know, problem. Like I thought I read everything, I thought I caught everything, but apparently, I missed something. And there's happens all the time when you text me. Text you what? Anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, honestly, communication is important, and um. Yeah, it's hard. It, you can't leave things to just a chance when it's a flyer. If it's direct communication, that's better. But uh... yeah, I, I'm I'm using I'm gonna quote Sun Tzu on this. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of his rules was, if he if a, if a commander gives direction, and it wasn't clear, and the person that he's giving direction to makes a mistake, the fault lies with the commander. Yeah, it does. But if he gives Specific instruction, clear, concise, easy to understand. That's just spoon feeding, but easy to understand. <laughs> and uh, in fact, it's even okay to repeat yourself. And then, if the soldier does not uh, do the directions, then that's on the soldier, and then he cuts off his head or something like. That. But oh. that's Sun Tzu. <laughs> I. That's why uh, it's one of those like things that I like to. Uh, remind myself of like every time i'm being asked to do a task or every time i ask someone to do it be clear sure in the and teaching it. world there's a phrase make visible your invisible expectations cool you know what i like that too yeah i like that a and lot it's it's i i live by it because i tell my students all the time like you know um i have to word it like three different ways and say it three different times post it six different places I'll still get questions that are like, you know, 
Did you read the that I can simply answer? Did you read the directions? But you know what? At least I did my due diligence by making sure I posted it and ordered it and made sure it was clear in six different times. That way they have no excuse to not do the work. They won't do the work anyway, but you know, hey, motivation's low right now during the pandemic. Hey, yo, this reminds me of something. I mean, I don't know how they did it here since I had my education in the Philippines, but was there a time when part of the class or part of the the lecture is like following directions and everyone has everyone had to read directions on the top of, on the top of the paper all at the same time um they did something like that in middle school i remember it, it, it's by case by case basis but i remember a teacher doing that in middle school they gave us a worksheet mm -hmm. and the very first question was um don't answer the rest of the questions just don't answer the rest of the questions yeah yeah but that's like after it's like prior that it's like there is at least I remember my teachers were grooming me to or everybody in the class like read directions okay everyone at the same time it, that's it in in elementary school people would do that yeah I hated okay. that but yeah because I didn't <laughs> see the purpose of it I was like why the fuck do I have to read it out loud I I, I read I read it just fine just let me get to the work it, yeah that's uh, but that that's... was. <laughs> That's how kids are, man. Growing yeah, up, you thought you think you know everything. Yeah, we do. And yeah, some of us never grow out of it. <laughs> Since you brought some, like you know, philosophy on us, I'm gonna drop some other philosophy. I dropped on my students not too long ago. Socrates. I thought it was. So I thought it was Socrates. It is, but I'm going with the Bill and Ted version of saying it. Socrates. The exact quote is, the only true wisdom is knowing that you know nothing. Hmm. Yeah. I agree. It's always my excuse. <laughs> it's not just a saying that I follow in life. It's also something I make, I use it as, as an excuse. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> Why did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Again, we go back to too afraid to ask. If you don't know it, you can go ahead and ask. There's like a whole bunch of... Oh, also, uh, we can dip on it real quick. Uh, we're not going to, but a good subreddit to look at is Explain Like I'm 5. Oh, that's a good... That's, I've, never, I've never been to that subreddit, but that sounds so good. Go ahead. We'll just look at the top one. ELI 5. Why does Pepsi in a can taste different from Pepsi in a glass or plastic? I agree with this. Not just Pepsi. Coke bottles. Fucking I was going to I kind of figured this was the reason. Mhm. Mm it's the metal. Yeah. It's yeah. the metal. Yeah. Glass bottles are just freaking delicious. So the top <laughs> comment was the top comment was the aluminum can has a polymer lining that can absorb some of the soda's flavor. Potentially making the to taste milder. You're slugging your soda from a plastic bottle. The soda's flavor may be altered by some of the acetaldehyde. Acetaldehyde in the plastic transferring into the drink. Since glass bottles are basically inert, they deliver a product very close to the original intent. The metal taste some people note from soda in cans may have more to do with the sensitivity of the metal. They're tasting the can as they put it to the lips. Not a metal taste they actually present in the cola. Edit, since this was... That, that, that second part is actually... Yeah, it is. 
Mm. Oh, they said they shamelessly copied this from a Reader's Digest article. I want something exciting. Hmm? I want something exciting. Next next question. (laughs) Question. Is it the same for beer and alcohol? No, question. Oh, the next question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh... Go environmental. Why can't we replace plastic bottles with carton boxes like the ones used for juice boxes when packaging products like shampoo? Also, I've seen this product in the... In the grocery stores, it's called boxed water or something. In boxed water before, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know who was a big proponent of boxed water? Hmm. Jason Momoa. Aquaman. Yeah, that's why. Well, I got. Actually, I want to know the answer to this one too. Actually, no, it wasn't boxed water. He was the canned water. He was doing canned water. Oh, at least it's not canned air. But well, at least I don't know how that works. Anyway. So, the post goes, since they are used to package juice, they are clearly waterproof and airtight and recyclable. Would that be a better choice than plastic? And the qu- answer, top answer, those cartons use a material called Tetra Pak. That's patented, so it's more expensive than plastic. Ugh, capitalism. Mm. Capitalism. Capitalism. That's finest. That's finest, yeah. It's also harder to recycle than a generic. Oh, so it is harder to recycle. Well. Really? Maybe the Tetra Pak is harder to. We, Maybe. Uh, yeah. If you want to be more environmentally sound, use solid bars of soap and shampoos. I also find that I get a better wash when I use bar of soap. That's just me. Oh, I. Uh, bar shampoo. There's bar shampoos that exist? I, that's what. I, maybe. <laughs> Whoa. That's something we're looking into. Yeah, right? Bruh. Oh, then that's the next question. Are there solid shampoos? Absolutely. The industry for low-waste, eco-friendly products is booming. Shampoo bars. <laughs> that was the next comment. That's great. Yeah, right? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> what if I want non-vegan shampoo? <laughs> they were joking, but good to know there's options because the person said... Generally, not a label companies apply with pride. There's a lot of common ingredients in shampoos. Uh, it can be dry for both plants and animals. And, and he's got all things. the awards. <laughs> he did. Look at that. Goodness. But any product that claims it contains beeswax, shellac, collagen, casein, elastin, guanine, squalene, lanolin, or keratin is generally non-vegan, as all those things are dry for exclusively from animals. And plants usually have a different name. For a homemade alternative... There are plenty of shampoo recipes online that contain animal products such as eggs and honey. You want to be absolutely sure your shampoo is non-vegan. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know what, Dexter? This, this is like um, out of topic, but you know, I don't like pencils, pencil drawings of dark alleys. I feel like this is going into a dirty joke. I'm just not catching it right away. Too sketchy. Uh, <laughs> you were looking at... That's why you were on your phone right now. You were looking at <laughs> dad jokes. Before we end the segment. I thought that was the end of the segment. Oh, no, I want another one. It I sounds had, like you I, want another one. I do, but you know what? I, I actually had something to say. Cut me off with your <laughs> dad joke. Okay, what is it? No, I was going to say, one of the things that this made me think of as it gets thrown onto every YouTube ad I see, 
Dr. Squatch. Squash? Whatever. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, Dr. Squatch. They've got really... Squash. Like Sasquatch. Uh, They've got really great ads. And uh, that's the point that they finally got my cousin to buy. Um, I have to ask him how he likes it. But my other friend, also named Jesse, not the same Jesse as I mentioned earlier. That's okay. But um, this Jesse mentioned that um, their roommate was using it. And they hated the fact that their roommate was using it because... They left so much soap scum, and the roommate was an ass. Was the asshole? This is tying all the red threads together, because they wouldn't leave. Um, they wouldn't clean the soap scuds off after they took a shower, and so my buddy was always just like having to get the soap scuds that were off, because I guess it leaves like a very scudsy residue after. Uh huh. Uh, just that's all I have to say about uh, Doctor Squatch. I, I'm not sure if you knew anything about it yourself. So what you're telling me is don't get Doctor Squatch? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not for it or against it because I've never used the product. But like, I'm just. Um, it was just something that I was thinking of. Eh, if you viewers, listeners, people that follow us know anything about Doctor Squatch, um, why don't you shoot us a comment and um, we will have a discussion about that. All right, right. Joe. I know you're ready for your next horrible joke. No, we're not. I think it's good to end this segment with with a life pro tip. Not the one that didn't make the cut. (laughs) But I think this would be useful. When you create a Gmail account, you actually get more than just your username at gmail.com. You can add a plus sign, then numbers or words after your email address. And all mail will still arrive at your original address. So, how you can use this? Uh, uh, like uh, maybe free trials? And you can register uh, your email address. And then after the free trial is over, you can register using the same email address with a plus, And then, I don't know, I don't know, a 1 or a 2, and so on. That's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good tip. A lot of people are getting around those free trials nowadays with um having to attach your credit card to it. But yeah, I get what you're saying. No, you use PayPal. Tip. If you use PayPal, you'll be fine. Fair enough. Because <laughs> it's a third party. Um, you know what I used to use when I was in college? Yeah. Ten minute email. Never heard of it. Show you sometime. Actually, I think I have. I still have it right here as one of my tabs. However, um, I remember that like you guys talked about that before, but is that the one that just erases itself after ten minutes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in a mail, yeah, right here. It'll uh, well, shoot, is it finally gone? Is it? It's finally gone. Done? It's finally gone. Well, I guess my life pro tip now trumps yours. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Actually, oh, no, that's it more is. like that's more like it ILPT, is. isn't it? It it, it 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 works. It works. There it is. Look. spam with the best display. Okay. Yeah, look, huh. this thing will live for 9 right. minutes and 50 seconds. That's pretty cool. So, 10 minute mail, oh, 10 minute, yeah, 10 minute mail.com. There you go. And yeah. that's your life pro tip. Yeah, I used to use this for um there was a when I used to play World of Warcraft, there was this um website that you had to have a pro account to like, you know, get like your gear score, your gear like, you know, evaluated to see like 
what's the next best thing you can get or what things you should be focusing on oh it's like and a, so it's a you, guide it's a all. guide but for all intents and purposes it was like an optimizer mm-hmm. and um yeah every month um i would get another 10 minute email to use for one of these things because they they weren't atta- they didn't attach credit cards they just were like oh get an email to you know or newsletter and, that kind of stuff yeah. yeah all that junk so that's how i would go about like um figuring out how to like improve my gear score yeah but this has been episode four of just off point where uh up, up the pizza up the pizza and uh as you can tell we're talking about pizza and upvoting it so you know go check out mcleod's great pizzas great beer and, and just, wonderful uh, ambiance wonderful um it's just a great place to hang out and uh we also did um our first uh segment of uh, r slash and uh tell us what you think all we did was read off of reddit and then talk about it yeah but um comment or like on instagram when we post our post up and um let us know what you have... think about the segments yeah yeah we'll have socials eventually but well actually we already have instagram so all you got to do is uh search us up just off point um we'll catch you guys uh next monday when we um, get more off point usually well yeah we get more off point this was episode four just off point we're your hosts i'm joe and i'm dexter and we'll see you again when we get just off